When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's Crimson, and what would really help me out if you go to my YouTube channel, Crimson60620, and then pop up Crimson, and hit that subscribe button. Other than that, if you want to help me out, you can check out my Patreon page at Crimson60620 PS4 Gaming, and just thank you for listening. Okay, so, um... Actually, this is a video on some good shit. This is some good shit. Now, I... What's going on right now? There is kind of a labor shortage, but kind of not a labor shortage. It's been overblown in the media because so many of these business owners, big companies, well, they're whining like little bitches. And why they whining like little bitches is because, well, they can't get the search back to the mind for the meager pennies like they once did before. People are waking up and saying that, one, fuck this job. It doesn't pay me enough. And two, the moment a job can actually let me go to motherfucking make a profit, they will. And they'll be like, fuck you. And now employees are actually saying Back to those jobs, and let me fix this camera just a little bit. Employees are saying back to these jobs. Oh, fuck me? No, fuck you. And so for the last year or so, we're having a great labor um, crisis since the vaccines have been marginally been able to come out. And companies like, okay, cool. Get back to work. Get back to work. And motherfuckers are like, no, (laughs) no. And so I was actually watching part of this video from a channel called um, Economics Explained. And the thing about it is, it is from a right-wing perspective. And that's another reason why I want to kind of get this video. But let's hear about the great labor shortage. Let's go. Just over a year ago, in March of 2020, unemployment in the U.S. spiked to 15%. As the fall. I wonder why. But, okay, let's go, let's go. ...out of the coronavirus forced many businesses to close and many more to take drastic cost-cutting measures to survive the turbulent times that lay ahead. Today, thanks in part to government stimulus and a new acceptance of the status quo in the workplace, this figure has fallen to 6%, which is still far higher than the 3.5% it was hovering around before the economy shut down, but it is obviously a massive improvement. In fact, today, the US... So, what I hate about this literally is that... Now, this came out in May of 2021 so this is before a lot of states cut the extra unemployment but some states had already cut the the extra unemployment and the fact is people didn't just start going back to work because they wanted to go back to work to the shitty ass jobs they were happy about it no they actually were in dire straits But this motherfucker is pretending as if, oh, no, yeah, no, it was great that they went back to work because, yeah, we need the economy to run, even though 
we were we are still in a pandemic. No, just get back to the normal. Wear your mask. <laughs> yeah, wear your mask and make sure you do it correctly. But let's continue. Say is facing a completely different, somewhat paradoxical problem. People are no longer struggling to find places to work. Workplaces are struggling to find people. Reports of massive labor shortages have compelled some of the nation's largest employers to offer potential recruits $50 just to show up for a job interview. Here in Australia, Uber is offering people a $500 bonus just to sign up as a driver and do 20 deliveries. What's- Wait, wait, what's so wrong with that? What the fuck is so wrong with that? You hear that smug, that smug indignation for this motherfucker? He is smug as shit because he thinks like, huh, you, you should be, these people, the poorest are, should be knocking down the doors to work. Like, why? Fuck. Okay. Okay. Let's go. Let's go more is that those same companies are having to offer higher salaries and career progression opportunities beyond the minimum wage they have typically paid to entry-level employees. So, this sounds like a good thing. Unemployment falling, wages rising, conditions improving. What's not to like? That's good. That's what's supposed to happen. That is literally what's supposed to happen. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, I'm trying not to jab this thing into my ear. Um, okay. Okay, okay, okay. Let, let, let's go. Unless maybe you're a fast food franchise owner. However, these seemingly positive headlines have actually got a few economists pretty worried. To understand why, we need to as always look at a few things in detail and properly understand what this could all mean to the recovery of the American economy as a whole. If you pay people more money, they have more money to spend. Thus, thus. If you give money to people who need to spend money, then they give more money and the money flows up to the top. This trickle-down economics bullshit doesn't work. Ask John Maynard Keynes. <sighs> okay, let, let's go. Let's go. So, why are economists concerned about people having their choice of jobs with better pay and conditions? What could this situation do to the wider economy? And what is the best way to take advantage of this apparent surge in demand for new employees? This episode of Economics Explained is brought to you- Uh, nope, 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 nope. You're not gonna shield on my channel. Um, here, if anybody's gonna shield on my channel, please like, share, and subscribe. It's a video that you guys will like, and, and, and it actually helps me out in the algorithm. Thank you. But let's continue. Such an asshole. All right, let's Federal go. Reserve Bank. But the actual phrase itself, full employment, is a bit misleading. You would be forgiven for thinking that this means zero unemployment, but it doesn't. For starters, that's never actually been achieved because in an economy as large as the US, there is always going to be someone out of work. So here's the thing about the full employment. And I, I want to actually just say this, say this. Here, watch this. Full employment doesn't help any employee. It doesn't. It helps out the motherfuckers who give out jobs. And the reason why it helps out the motherfuckers who give out jobs is because they can actually say that, oh, yeah, we're fully employed. So, look, if you don't do the job that we want you to do, an exact way if you don't kiss our ass the way we want you to do well we have full employment we don't have any more jobs to offer 
But there's still motherfuckers out there. There's still motherfuckers out there that's looking for work. And, you know, you know, you, you better know your motherfucking place because, like, these motherfuckers are looking for work. And, um, I, I don't know. Say the wrong thing. Not smelling like you need to smell. It's somebody out there that can replace you in your motherfucking job. So that's why full employment doesn't work. By the way, that's just the personnel issue. Uh, you you want to have you want to have more money you want to have why should i give you more money we're fully stocked up we're fully employed you causing problems wait wait i want to cut profits oh wait what if what what if this motherfucker take a job for three or four dollars less than what i'm paying you Guess whose job is going on a chopping block? But let's let's hear let's hear how full employment from economics explains work. Let, let's go. So, what does it actually mean? Well, economists kind of disagree on this. They all agree it is a low rate of unemployment, but it will never be zero. The first approximation of this is based on what is called the natural rate of unemployment. What this means is that the only people who are willing and able to work but are not currently working are either temporarily between jobs, like let's say an executive taking a week off before starting a new role at a new... Why is it the first thing that he went to? Why is it the first thing that he went to an executive taking a couple of weeks off between roles? You tell me somebody's naturally unemployed. The first thing you go to is an executive. Dude, fuck you. Like, fuck you. Okay. All right. Okay. Let's go. New company or are training up to work in a different role. Like, let's say a blacksmith learning to write code so that they can go and work at Google. Yeah. Okay. Extreme example, but you get the point. This is known as frictional and structural unemployment, respectively. These are normally seen as the good type of unemployment, or at least the type of unemployment that isn't terrible, like the alternatives. Cyclical unemployment is the one that we are normally afraid of. This is unemployment caused by changes in the business cycle. If an economy goes into a recession, there is naturally less demand, which means fewer employees are needed to meet that lower level of demand. People are laid off and lose their income, so they can't afford to purchase as much, which in turn reduces demand, and the cruel cycle of cyclical unemployment continues. So, oh my god, this, this is what I don't get about so many economists. They know they specifically know that this is a process that just happens. This is a process that happens. They know less demand, fewer jobs, less income, less purchasing power. But these are the same motherfuckers. These are the same motherfuckers that when there is less demand or less people needing to spend money on shit, that the government shouldn't step in. You should actually loosen government rep regulations to let corporations cut shit. And if you've been a long time, if you've been a long time viewer of my channel, you know our great friend Mark Blythe, who states the Hamptons are not a defendable, the defendable position, says when consumer private spending is down, the best one to step in is government spending either by buying a lot of shit or giving money to people to buy a lot of shit and if you don't know that this works again let me introduce you to a motherfucker named john maynard Keynes. 
who said and actually structured for Roosevelt to actually say, hey, um, why don't we get this right, get this right, pay somebody to come along and dig a ditch. We pay that motherfucker money to come and dig a ditch. It did. Check this shit out. The next motherfucking day, we pay another motherfucker to come along and fill that motherfucking ditch. What? It's almost as if that gives two people jobs and money to spend in order to fucking restart the economy. But you know, like the the, the fucking Keynes, the Keynesian economics. That's only what eighty, almost ninety years. But but let's continue. I must quickly add before anyone corrects me in the comment section that cyclical unemployment is so-called because it is caused by the short-term business cycle, not because it compounds on itself like demonstrated here. That's just a nice little piece of irony that I like to point out. Anyway, this is why to try and avoid this, the central bank is tasked with, among other things, maintaining full employment. But that role can sometimes be at odds with another responsibility of the Fed, which is maintaining low inflation. There is another idea of what full employment is, and it has to do with a term that you may have heard thrown around in the news recently. So... What is inflation? What, please explain inflation. Are you going to explain inflation? Where basically the dollar value actually goes up. Oh, excuse me. The value of the, the, the value of the dollar goes down and the cost of commodities goes up. That's great. And the funny part about it is if, you know, the desk ceiling doesn't get resolved. The U.S. is the reserve currency of the fucking world. The dollar is the reserve currency of the world. So people don't fuck with it. People don't fuck with it. Because it is the reserve currency of the motherfucking world. And people don't fuck with it. But, yeah, sure, sure. Inflation, inflation. Where is the inflation? There is no fucking inflation anywhere. People are so fucking scared of the 1970s, a blip of a couple of years, that people are scared of inflation. Okay, okay, um, okay, let's go. The NARU, which is just an acronym for the Non-Accelerating Inflation Rate of Unemployment. This is the reason that economists don't want zero unemployment. First analyzed by William Phillips, he found that there was a relationship between the unemployment. How much you want to bet from this is from this is guy from a Phil um, the Freeman the Milton Freeman School of Economics. But let, let's go, let's go. Employment rate and inflation, notably high levels of employment, high levels of inflation. But it's not a linear relationship. Sure, as employment levels rise, so too does inflation. But it only really starts to become a problem when it passes this arbitrary point, the Nehru. Now, this graph may look daunting, but the actual fundamentals of this theory couldn't be more simple. It's supply and demand. Imagine a world with 10% unemployment. It shouldn't be that difficult. It was literally the world a year ago. If you are the unlucky one out of every 10 that finds themselves involuntarily out of work, then you are in trouble. Any job opening is going to have a lot of potential applicants and a lot of applicants that will be willing to work for rock bottom wages just so that they can get a job at all. It's worth mentioning that this also really sucks for the frictionally and structurally unemployed as So, see, this is the reason why it seems so complicated. Economics seems so complicated. Because it's not. The fact is, let's just be honest. Employers want 
a position where the high unemployment rate. They want one because they have their pick of the fucking litter of the people that that want to apply for the job because they're in such dire straits. That's that's exactly what they want. They want it to be where people are so so much in a desperate situation where no 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 and then they get the pick of the the litter of the people that one would work for any fucking thing any amount of money would be able to be humiliated hello corporate simpletons and it will just be like oh yeah we get to decide and if you think that you can switch jobs no, it's, it's the unemployment rate is too high. So, you know, you know, you should be happy and do whatever the fuck we say. Lick those boots and act like it tastes good. But let's continue. As well, because they might be training up for or transitioning into jobs that don't exist anymore. Ultimately, the labor market is a market like any other, and more people looking for fewer jobs means that there is more supply, less demand, and ultimately lower wages. Now, the opposite is also true, but to a more extreme degree. Say unemployment drops below the... Now, and see, this is why I couldn't finish this video. And I'm sorry. Like, this this is... Like, it's just... Okay, guys, everybody in the chat. Do you get the sense that he doesn't realize he's talking about people's lives? Do you guys get that? Like, is it just me? Is it just me that this motherfucker is not... Sa He's acting like it's just numbers on a spreadsheet. Well, if you don't have a job, you're in trouble. No shit, Sherlock. This is what I'm talking about. These motherfuckers like this. Act as if... Oh, you know, you don't have a job and like... You know, well, you know, it's, 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 it's bad. It's, it's, it, it sounds like a you problem. Like, do they not get that people are literally without money to get food in their bodies, a roof over their head, they die? It's economic violence because you're just as dead, whether you're getting shot or poisoned or can't eat, you're just as dead. Dead is dead. But... Yeah, yeah, of course. It, 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 just like that Amber Chick says. But let's let's continue. This Nehru level, then we will have a situation where almost everybody that wants a job has a job. If you are an employer and you post a job opening, you might find that literally nobody applies. So maybe you have to offer a slightly higher salary or poach people from other workplaces with attractive signing bonuses. Or, you know, maybe even pay people $50 just to show up for a job interview. Now, a little bit of this is great. Did any, the way he just said it, it was just like, <laughs> pay $50 for somebody to just show up for a job interview. Wow. Fucking wow. I the the contempt for people and the show to show this is not the first time he said that. Remember he said it earlier and it was literally a fast food restaurant. The contempt for people who he feels is beneath them is just deafening. The, the, it's just mind-boggling. 
like here let, let's let's just see if i can actually pull that up where he was where he actually said it i don't remember exactly where he said it but it's improving what's not to like unless maybe you're a fast food franchise owner however these seemingly positive headlines have an opportunity is beyond the minimum wage they have typically paid to entry-level employees. So like, this, this sounds shit. like a good thing. And in Australia, Uber is offering people a $500 bonus just to sign up as a driver and do 20 deliveries. What's more, is it those same companies... Like, you see that he's showing this shit for, like, what he feels are jobs that they don't deserve this much. Like, for real? For real. Let, let's go back to the... Let's go back to where we were. Here everybody that wants a job has a job if you are an employer and you post a job opening you might find that literally nobody applies so maybe you have to offer a slightly higher salary or poach people from other workplaces with attractive signing bonuses or you know maybe even pay people 50 dollars just to show up for a job interview now a little bit of this is great it gives the working pool of labor a bit more negotiating power it means that people don't need to work 80 hours a week in a coal mine or deal with environments that will obviously impact their long-term health oh yeah Sometimes they don't have to get back to the fucking like literally he makes the joke for me. Get back to the mines, you serfs. Oh my god. A little bit of that is okay. A little bit of that is okay. Really? Really? You callous piece of shit. But let's continue. But too much can cause a problem. There is certainly a good argument for a higher minimum wage. But what happens if restaurants need to turn around and start paying all of their employees 15, 20, 40, 100 dollars an hour just to attract enough staff to make sure See, and this is where it goes down. They start doing this slippery slope bullshit. They start doing this slippery slope bullshit. Oh, why not the minimum wage be a thousand dollars an hour? Nobody is saying that. But when you try the minimum wage to inflation to a point where people don't have to work three and four jobs in order to survive. That's a good thing. But fuckers like this, like $15, $20, $25, that contempt for people that need to take low skill jobs is fucking unbelievable. It's so unbelievable. Because what it says to me is that this motherfucker only cares about those economic numbers for those CEOs and businessmen that make him look good, that feed into his mindset of his channel. But let's continue. Well, the operation runs. Eventually, the salary expenses of these businesses would just make it infeasible for them to keep on running, which means they will close down, which reduces the supply of tasty burgers in circulation, which means that the burger places that are left in operation will get to charge a premium for their products being sold in the burger market that they have now cornered. Of course, this is an extreme example, but even gradual increases in income can lead to gradual increases in the price level of goods and services. So, wait, 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 wait. We shouldn't increase the living wage of people because that's going to increase the cost. I, I can't anymore, guys. I'm sorry. I can't. I can't. Like, the, just the, like, he said it so much that why care about raising wages? We need to keep those profits going. And this is the quintessential issue with 
Milton Friedman style economic people like this motherfucker. They think, why not? Why do we give the money to the poor? They're not going to do anything with it. They're just going to sit back and just spend it on frivolous shit if they spend it at all. No, motherfuckers. If you are in need, if you start raising the wages to a livable wage, people would have more money to spend. More people wouldn't work, live on credit. More people wouldn't live on borrowed shit. Like, it, it's just right now. Right now, if Walmart actually did what they said that they were going to do and raised the minimum wage to make sure that most of their employees don't have to use food stamps to actually live, that would cut the federal debt because we wouldn't have money going into the food stamps. The fucking Walmart is being subsidized by the government because they don't want to pay living wages. But fuckers like this don't understand. It, I, and I don't know what else to say. Your lack of humanity disgusts me. And I don't know what else. But you know, I'm a dirty socialist, communist, and all that other good shit. So I just feel that people should have certain shit that should be non-negotiable. Like housing and healthcare. And, you know, some guarantee of food. Because, you know, if they don't, like, that shit called death happens. But anyway, guys, you do, you do have a great way of making sure that you help me that I may get as big as this asshole so I can drown his ass out. You know, with words, metaphorically speaking. Um, by actually hitting that subscribe button, also hitting that like button. It helps out a lot if you're watching this later on. And leave a comment down in the back, in the bottom, so you can actually talk about the bad takes that I have. Other than that, I want to actually end this clip. He, yep. Thank you for watching and end the clip here.